Welcome back to To Some Extent. We're finally back in person. Yeah, back in the uh, in the studio. Good to be back here. I agree. The remote interviews work, though. They did. It's just better to be in person. Yeah, I think it'll sound better, too. <laughs> we produce better stuff in person, I think. How have you been? Update us on what's been going on. Yeah, uh, pretty good. Been... Not doing like too much exciting stuff. Kind of trying to lay low because I'm getting ready to go to Japan on Friday. So I'm pretty excited about that. Going with a few of my buddies from um, school. And uh, we got pretty lucky because these kind of things are hard to plan out with your friends. And uh, I mean, especially my friends, we aren't great at planning things out either. But... Props to uh, one of my roommates' moms helped us out. <laughs> Travel agent skills. So, yeah, it's, uh, we're actually hitting it. We're go. We're doing it, and I got a flight on Friday afternoon. Cool. So I'm uh, super excited. First time in Asia. First time, really anywhere that I don't expect a lot of people to speak English. I don't know how. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do speak English out there, but less than like Europe where I've been before. So. Got it. Yeah, I'm jealous. You are going to Asia before I am, and I'm the Asian one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know how it is. I'll tell you, you should, you should go and visit. No. Um, no, that's exciting. That's always exciting when the trip leaves the group chat. Yeah, I know, because there's always... Getting stuff off the ground is so tough. Like, there's ideas that get thrown out all the time. But. Right. So everyone wants to do it. It's like... Who's going to initiate it and yeah. put the first, you know, set up the flights or put the money down yeah. first? Because once you pay for something, I mean, I emphasize this on the marathon podcast, but once you pay for something, You're it in. locks you in for a while. So right. it uh, having that financial attachment is kind of where we needed to get to. But it's been a long time coming. Like, I don't know, we started planning like six months in advance. So yeah, it's crazy that's coming up next week. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, really, really excited, and I can't. Uh, hopefully, we could do like an episode or a recap on, on the trip. I know the uh, guest Nolan that we had on a while back also went to Japan mm-hmm. this year, so uh, kind of maybe given our, our uh, experiences uh, on the podcast yeah, would be a good a good episode. I'm excited to hear all about it. Yeah, because I don't feel like a lot of people make it out there. It's not easy to make it out there it's also really expensive see i feel like more and more people are going to asia instead of like a european trip now yeah i think it's cool i don't agree it's more i think you can learn so much more and it's more outside of your comfort zone than europe see i feel like they're both out of your comfort zone oh no i know but i think like i guess this is my personal take but like i think europe is still somewhat more like western civilization and then once you get out to the Eastern civilization, it can kind of be totally flip-flopped. Like, yeah, things are different out there. It's, yeah. They speak a completely different language and, the, like, I don't know, rules and everything. is. It's just not – I feel like it's very not similar to the U.S. So I'm yeah. excited to dive into that and learn as much as I can about it and experience no, it, everything. It's exciting. Yeah. What about you? What are you uh, – what you been up to? What are you looking forward to? I'm opposite of you. I just finished all my travels yeah. for at least this True. summer-ish. 
Um, I was back home. I went to Vegas, then I was back home, then I was in Montreal and Vermont. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I was gone for like two weeks. I'm really happy to be back and back in my own bed, back home and mm-hmm. not living out of a suitcase. It's always fun once you're doing it, but you know when you get back home, you're like, oh, just better. Yeah. After being go, 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 go. So I'm excited just to chill out and not have to pack up for something for a little bit yeah what did you think about montreal i loved it i was pleasantly surprised with both vermont and montreal um never been to either of the places montreal is very european they all speak french as well so that was pretty cool um all the food in montreal and vermont was so good Mm -hmm. it's all farm to table so very fresh food and there's barely any chain restaurants which i noticed Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool too so every cafe every dinner place coffee shop whatever it was all fresh food homemade um i think i'm noticing some cities kind of trying to move towards that style instead of having like a bunch of chain restaurants like people are trying to have their own different unique flavors it's definitely more expensive but the food is so much better you could totally tell so that was awesome ate a lot of good food um and then spent a lot of time with family, which was definitely needed. It was mm-hmm. nice and refreshing. And we were with my dad's other family because one of my cousins got married. So gotcha. we haven't seen them in a couple years. So it was nice to reunite and celebrate my cousin who got married. Yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Um, but speaking of changes, we wanted to do a episode on how we've found apartments and how we kind of go our process of finding an apartment because it, it's pretty challenging and it's it's complex process I would say well I think like yeah to go off that I think after a year of living in an apartment like this is the first apartment I picked out on my own really. right it's our first like big girl big boy yeah apartment that we're and paying so, for too I think it would have been nice to kind of know what I was getting into and what I like what I was signing when I signed the lease and like why would some of the things that like come with that and signing a year agreement to do something like that. And you know, it's a lot of money at the end of having to pay for an apartment. So right. over the course of a year long lease. So it, uh, there's certain things that I've learned throughout that process. And now I just finished up looking for my second place and I think that I have taken those learnings from the first place and what I dislike about my apartment now and kind of tried to incorporate those into what I was trying to find in my second apartment. And that's what's important is, you know, realizing what you want and what you don't want and putting that towards the next place. You can always, you know, grow and do better and find better in a way, as long as it's in your budget. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. But I'm I'm happy. I think this is a good episode just because if I were in that position back in school again, like if I were looking for like some tips on how to look for this, like I'll try to give you some real experience tips and like something that I wish I knew when, you know, you're talking to landlords and you're looking for places. Right. Because at the end of the day, we'll get into this more. They're trying to do business. So it's not always straight arrow that they're going to give you. Right. And I also wanted to bring this topic up not only because we both 
are in the process of doing it right now so it's timely for us to talk about but also our audience for the podcast are pretty young they're our age group and whether you're leaving college and finding you know your first big boy big girl apartment or you were at home for a year a couple years and now you're ready to go out um, and find a place so that's kind of why we wanted to touch on it and give some hopefully helpful advice (laughs) yep but we'll see I think it will be helpful um all right you want to start off on kind of what you look for in an apartment and what are your priorities when looking Okay, yeah. So these are going to differentiate between everybody. Right. And But I do think it's just important to identify these before you start looking for a place. Just to list out some things that you are looking for, some things that are non-negotiable that you need to have, and some things that you can kind of sway on depending yeah. on uh, other factors, right? Right. So for me, first year out of school – price I had a limit and I still ended up probably going over that limit by a little bit yeah but I had a limit and I was like I need to pay this because I can't really afford to live if I pay more than this right okay you want to make sure you have like your basic necessities covered if especially if you're spending more on a place than you think you should be right like figuring out a budget is huge especially you know we both just had our first years of our jobs and setting down a budget to start off is really important and I'm still learning that mm-hmm. <laughs> not a pro about it yeah. at all but that's something my dad sat me down and helped me figure out on like an excel spreadsheet saying okay you make x amount of money this is how much a month you are able to spend on rent and then go from there yeah. I think it's helpful figuring yeah, out like what numbers that. yeah it's usually the biggest factor for most people I right. think is worrying about how much money because I don't think there's too many college students coming out of college super rich so we'll see uh I think that is that was definitely a huge factor for the both of us it seems like so completely agree second one I would say is like this is easy if you have a car you need somewhere to put it I needed a parking place Mm -hmm. I knew I was gonna have a car I needed one for my job so I needed a parking spot and uh, apartments either offer you a parking spot or they offer you, hey, you can park on the street wherever you want to, but you're not guaranteed a parking spot everywhere you go and you might have to walk, you might have to park 30 minutes away from your building at some times. Right. So. It's not like an assigned spot. Yeah. And I was willing to pay for an assigned spot Mm -hmm. because I think dealing with the street parking I mean, sometimes it works out for people, and you see cars parked on the street all over the place, but sometimes it is nice to just have your own spot. And know it's guaranteed every time you come home or leave. And I was in a garage, too, so didn't have to bury my car out of snow. Uh, It was always warm when I got in it, which is nice. (laughs) So that was something I was willing to pay for, especially if you're using your car a lot. Parking is expensive, too. I don't have a car, so I don't pay for parking, but even just looking... For my next place for next year, I may have a car, and it's a lot of money. Yeah, you don't realize that. It'll add up, too. It's like Right, because it's on top of your already rent that you're paying is another, yeah. what, $200 sometimes, so if I not think more. I would say it ranges from, parking probably ranges from $100, maybe the cheapest per month, that's what I've been seeing, I guess, to 
two, two fifty sometimes. Like, I disagree. It depends so? on the city. Okay. Cause like here, Shannon, my roommate pays for parking, and it's only fifty dollars. Not only oh, wow. fifty dollars, but I know it's cheaper than what you're paying. Yeah. But it's like okay, Denver. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know that. Now I'm looking at places in Chicago, and potentially able to have a car. So I'm just curious. There in Chicago, it goes minimum two hundred. Yeah. At least in the locations I'm looking to live in. It's expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. Plus, you have to. I mean, you, there's other st- other challenges with having a car too. And I'm going to be parking my car outside now. So it's going to be even more of a challenge to kind of, you know, you got to dig it out of the snow and you have to take care of your car, especially if you live somewhere that snows pretty bad. Right. And just wanting it to be safe, too. Yeah. Obviously, we're in big cities. You know, if you are parking outside or not in a garage, let's say. You never know what can happen. There's car alarms going off at where we live, our area right now, mm-hmm. so often, almost every night. Whether that's, you know, someone trying to break in or mm-hmm. an accident, whatever it may be. But I don't know. I think I would rather pay for parking to know my car's safe than yeah. it end up going missing. That happened to my neighbor, actually. Like, right when I moved in, his car got robbed. And I remember, like, waking up at... 3 a.m. to him, like, screaming at whether it was his girlfriend or wife or whoever it may be, being like, you didn't lock the car. He obviously had In the garage? Some, no, out on the street right here. Uh, um, And I totally remember, like, looking yeah. out my window. It's, like, pitch black out, almost the morning, and he's just screaming at her because his car is gone. His entire car was gone? Yeah. Wow. And he was screaming about... They didn't even take the stuff inside. They just took the whole thing. The whole car. Wow. And he was screaming because I think there's obviously something in there that shouldn't have been. Yeah, but also your entire car is gone. Right. It was like screaming bloody murder, which I probably would have done too, but... Yeah, well, I actually know somebody to go along lines with that who parked in the garage. Yeah. Had their car broken into. That's true. So, goes both ways. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's just, you're just out of luck. Like, you could take all the precautionary measures, but... At least lock your car. <laughs> that's the best thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And don't leave valuable things. In your car. Yeah. Anyway, we went on a tangent about the cars, but... <laughs> something to think about, though, because, you know, cars are expensive. you got to take care of it, and it's something that you got to start, you know, paying for all the time. And right. so it is not... It's not a cheap expense to have. And I think, obviously, parking it depends if you want it, but it's important to me, at least. Right. Uh, Another thing I was going to mention, which I'm sure, like, you can attest to is I know some people who don't have laundry units in their apartment. Mm -hmm. And it sounds... That was something I thought I'd be able to give up, but now that I look at it, I'm like... Like, I could manage it, but it's really, 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 really nice to just walk across your living room instead of walking down four or five flights of stairs to right. get to a like conjoined uh, apartment, like, laundry unit. That is my number one non-negotiable now. Okay. Because in college, I went back and forth. Like, obviously, dorms, none of us had in-unit laundry. It was all shared. Um in the sorority house as well and then my last place senior year it was also shared and that sucked I mean 
that's when I really realized how important laundry is to me. And it's not like I do tons of loads of laundry. It's just sharing laundry with other people. You never know what they put in it. Like, I've had experiences where I did a load of laundry and there ended up being bleach in there from the person before and all my clothes oh, are wow. ruined. Or, you know, you shrink your clothes because you just, whatever it is. I love having my in-unit laundry. It's a game changer and definitely is more pricey. But for me, personally, I've had such bad experiences with community laundry that I would yeah. rather pay more to have an in-unit laundry, make sure I know what's going in there and always access it because i've also experienced times where you know sunday rolls around i'm doing laundry and they're all taken from other people so you always had to find those weird awkward times to do your laundry yeah to make sure no one else was there yeah doing it on like a friday night is really the way to go (laughs) and we also had to lug it outside so if it was like snowing it just sucked you know um I agree, though. That wasn't something I thought about in college because I was like, okay, whatever. No laundry. At least it's still there close by. But then experiencing it, when I looked for my Denver apartment after college, that was my number one thing I needed was laundry. I think I would still, if it really came down to it, I think I could handle not having it in my unit. But I... I'm lucky that I do have it right now because it is it's it's a luxury for sure it is it definitely is and I guess to say it depends on the city because I know Chicago apartments it's very unusual to have any unit laundry at least if you're like living in a high rise it's usually community laundry at least that's what I've been seeing but in Denver when I was looking almost every apartment I was looking at had in unit. So that wasn't, mm-hmm. I guess, an issue that gotcha. I was looking for. Um, so again, it depends on where mind. you're looking. Yeah. Yeah. I think the next one, I think that's on my mind goes without saying almost, but it is something we ran into when looking for an apartment was air conditioning. Yeah. We uh, we ran into two or a few apartments that you'd be surprised that they don't have their own air conditioning. And we saw this super nice apartment. We're like, oh my gosh, it's like in our range. Not sure how it's in our range. You tour it and you're like, oh wait, it has no AC. Right. <laughs> you just got to set up a couple industrial fans at all the times. And so like that was something we didn't even think about. But as soon as we got into that apartment, we're like, no air conditioning is probably something that we need. Right. Like, we need air conditioning. I agree with that too. <laughs> So, like, we we thought we had found the place, and then it turned out that one thing killed it. Right. And that's not something you would look for compared to, like, parking and Inuit laundry. Because I guess it would escape my mind, too. But knowing that apartments have AC is a game changer as well. Yeah, well, we're, like, in-unit AC. Mm-hmm. Because um, you can kind of switch it on your on your little air conditioning monitor or whatever and i think yeah it's just to not waste your time touring a place if you're like oh wait air conditioning is something i thought every place would have right make sure it has it just take a look it's an easy two second process yeah just to look for it but that's what we ran into yeah i don't know what else is there what do you got in your mind recently at least for this year like the apartment we're sitting in right now it's two bed two bath 
so we don't have to share a bathroom mm -hmm. and that is something I did all throughout college and I really love not sharing a bathroom gotcha. especially girls I feel like we have a lot of stuff I have a lot of stuff especially bathroom stuff and it's nice just to be organized and clean and have my own space especially like with toiletries and hair stuff and you know I have a lot of hair hair gets everywhere it grosses you out I remember like sharing a shower with three of my best friends and it just was always a shit show mm -hmm. <laughs> of who's gonna clean it whose hair was in it yeah clogging it whatever sorry that's I know that's kind of TMI but it's it's the reality of sharing a bathroom especially yeah. with girls um so that's been something again I feel like it could be like I'd rather have in-unit laundry than two bathrooms but that's just me but I would love to have still two bathrooms <laughs> yeah <laughs> like my I think own the bathroom. other way around honestly I used to share a bathroom with three other guys yeah and uh, it was a really small tiny bathroom just pretty much shower toilet sink pretty much on top of each other mm -hmm. it was tiny yeah really really small and uh, that got old pretty quick and got pretty gross and also competing for the hot water competing right. for space in the bathroom especially if you all have to be somewhere at the same time mm -hmm. or like is it can be a terrible morning in the, at the beginning so uh I'm happy to say that I do have my own bathroom now and it mm -hmm. makes it a lot easier. You can kind of like, as you said, keep it clean. Keep it the way you want it to be. Right. If you want it dirty, keep it dirty. Nobody's going to complain. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. It's your own. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, but then it's also your responsibility at all times to clean it up and to take care of it. Yeah. And uh, I'm starting to realize that too. It's just like, you know, like there are problems with bathrooms. Like you you got clogging sometimes there's like even like showers like sometimes showers clog up i like, know i didn't know that like you have to figure that out so mm -hmm. i think it is nice just i would rather have my own bathroom personally than i do too laundry, but. okay so those are kind of all more in unit let's get into like amenities because at least right now i live in an apartment complex and I knew I wanted to live in an apartment complex because usually those come with more amenities. Um, so for me, I have a gym and a pool and an office center, like business center, I would say, where you can go work, free Wi-Fi, it's a little cafeteria, and um, free coffee, which is nice too. Especially like with remote work now, I use the free coffee, not the actual room too mm -hmm. much. Um, but those things are also so nice to have because then, you know, this year I didn't have to pay for a gym membership. I just used my gym and the pool is super nice in the summer, which we've been using a lot so far. Um, and it's not even the peak of summer yet. So those are two or I guess amenities was something else I was really interested in and knew I wanted um, for my first place out of college. And they're just nice to have. Yeah. I, they are nice to have. I, I think so too. Amenities weren't uh, huge on my list though. Mm -hmm. I really, for me, it was like I didn't really care that much. My building kind of comes with a lot of the same stuff that yours does, mm -hmm. but I think I could go without using that 
or without having them. But then it's like, if you have a gym and you still just go pay for another gym membership, like, I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, then I, look for a place without a gym and then just put that money towards yeah. a gym membership or whatever else you want to do. Yeah. That's kind of what I gave up now. Right. When hunting for my other one is just... I was like, I don't need any of these amenities. I don't use the pool at my apartment. I don't use the business center. It is, it's nice to have if you think you're going to use them. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to use them, save the money. And, and like, if you're like, oh, maybe I'll go to the pool once or twice. You don't need to be paying a couple hundred dollars extra to have a pool if you're going to go once or twice. See, I love mine. I know, I know, I know. It's a personal preference thing. And it's, it's nice that it's there. I, it's not something I need. Right. Is, I guess, for what I... No, and that makes sense. Um, I get it. Um, so I think thinking about how often you're going to use them, the first apartment that we picked out, like, right after school, I was like, oh, yeah, let's have a building that has everything. Like, that'd be really cool. Like, I want it all in one spot. And then also, since I, I, I don't totally leave the house that often or leave the building that often anymore. Mm-hmm, because you're remote. I have everything there. Right. So it uh, it can also have a like, give or take, right? So like if I do use the gym, I'll look back at 7 p.m. and I haven't left the building yet. I haven't yeah. left the building the whole day, so. I get what you're saying. But then, in a way, it's nice because then you don't have to leave. Okay, but you have a car, so you have more freedom. I don't. Yeah. So for me, it's so nice. Also, yeah. You got to weigh those opportunities, right? If you have a car in a parking spot. You can have access to going to a gym somewhere else. Right. Like, I, it, that's why I knew going into this year I wasn't going to have a car. So I wanted everything super close by. If you guys love gold jewelry as much as I do, you have to check out Slide Jewels. Slide Jewels is a jewelry brand that crafts contemporary and affordable pieces from high quality stainless steel. From earrings, necklaces, rings, and bracelets, Slide has pieces for everyone. Use code to some extent to get 30% off your purchase. Links and promo code will be in the show notes, so check it out. Um, again, for me not having a car here, I another thing I really looked for was making sure the area I was picking to live was walkable. So in my area, we have two grocery stores right there and I can walk to it worst case scenario if you know I couldn't go with you and drive um so that's super important and you know I guess Denver in general is a pretty walkable city so I didn't have that hard of a time figuring out where to live but I really wanted to make sure I was by at least a grocery store because that's a necessity um walking distance and one of the that was my number one non-negotiable was like location. Yeah. So I I kind of picked a certain location I wanted to live uh, for this apartment and for the other apartment mm-hmm. that I picked out. And I was like, these are where I want to live. And like, I almost will not move into a place if it's not in this area. Yeah. Because I felt like my, in terms of my experience, location can be such like a huge it's like also where you're living, right? So you, you could have a great place, but if you're living in an area that you don't like, or maybe it's really hard to get to, maybe it's, I don't know, like a little dangerous or like... Or you don't have people around you even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It can be hard to kind of like 
form the rest of your life around that location. Right. And I guess in my experience, that location was so important to me because I was like, this is like the type of kind of life that I wanted to move into and live. And the location is going to be the biggest part of that. That's going to have my surroundings, my environment Mm -hmm. is going to be all around me. Whenever I step out of my place, which I hope not to spend all my time in my uh, room or apartment. Yeah. Like that's the area I'm surrounded in and that's going to determine how the rest of my life is going. So like I thought it was so important to me to be in an area that I was excited about, to be in an area that I felt like connected with where my ideals in life were going. Like that's what I wanted to kind of pick I agree so for I guess both of us Denver was a new city but how do you pick what location you want to live in what neighborhood what area yeah how do you figure out what's the best area for you you already knew you asked people you asked around or yeah yeah what's your process a little bit of both I think say take Denver I'd never really been to Denver ever before I even moved here and I asked around a little bit, had heard from some other people, but what I was looking for was like, I wanted a young area, mm-hmm. out of school, right? and I wanted other people to be young and out of school around me, and then I wanted things to do that other young and out of school people were doing, right. that was close to me. So we live very close to some of the sports stadiums around here. We live very close to a lot of the, the bars and the activities around here that attracts more of a younger crowd than Mm -hmm. some of the other spots in in Denver. So I wanted to, those were what I was looking for. And then you start to ask people around. If you don't know anybody, you would just have to kind of look, you can do a quick, easy research on it. Yeah, research it. But that was like kind of figuring out what environment you want to be a part of will allow you to narrow down your search. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did a very similar type of thing when finding my new place. Okay. Was I knew a, a few more people around there and kind of had heard a little bit more about it. It wasn't as foreign to me as moving to Denver. Yeah. But I think it's something that you should drill down on before you even start looking for a place is what area do I want to be in? Because that will determine every part of your life that is not inside of your apartment or inside of your building. Yeah. I guess, too, if you have the opportunity to, when we decided we were going to move to Denver after college, you came to visit me, and at the time, I still was in Boulder, but we took a whole day just to drive around Denver, because we both, I mean, I would go come here for nights out and stuff, but never actually knew each neighborhood, so we literally drove around and kind of got a feel for each neighborhood if you can get a feel for the neighborhood that would be that is like super helpful especially moving to a new city is Mm -hmm. that that was super helpful for us and then that's how we figured out we wanted to live in the area we are now um but also of course reaching out to people you know in those areas and see what they liked about it what they disliked Mm -hmm. what they recommend uh for me i had older girls in my sorority move out to denver um the year before me so i just texted them and Ask them about apartment complexes, where they lived, what they liked, what they didn't like. And that was super helpful. Just getting, you know, because they're similar to me. We went to the same school. We were in the same sorority. You know, I wanted the same things as I'm sure they did. So that was super helpful. Um, And then for me, I use Zillow 
and apartments.com the most for apartment searches and it does a really good job because it has filters not sure if you guys have used these before or not um but you can filter out you know your price range how many beds you want how many baths all the other amenities so you can click you know in unit laundry check pool gym whatever else you may need um and it narrows it down for you so those two sites are super helpful and then I also just kind of go on maps and look around the area and you can kind of zoom in on places you know if I really wanted this certain area what apartment complex is around this area and then do further research there which I think is helpful as well um that's how I found my current place is just literally google searching I knew I wanted to be in this area and this was like the central place and I I guess you already lived here because you moved in before me so I woke up one morning and there's a unit open here and I knew I wanted to live in this apartment complex so I like ran over right when they opened their leasing office and was like please 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 let me get this apartment and that's how it happened so I went in person because I was here and was able to but um there are still a lot of virtual ways virtual tours if you weren't if you were moving to a new city that you don't currently live in I guess yeah no I think so yeah they do a great job of of allowing you to kind of just like thumb down what you need mm-hmm. and kind of dial in on really what you're looking for and I want to like preface just like I guess emphasize that when you go and like tour a place make sure you know what you really really want and what like know what you're looking for and know what your non-negotiables are like have that in your head don't just like tour it and like be like oh yeah i could maybe live here like i i guess you'll get the vibe of it but if you don't have those things drilled down you may not get some of the things that you thought you might need right so i think that's super important to have i know like i didn't really know what i was what i needed what i didn't in my first place and i didn't even really put that much thought into it and I think there's certain things that I think about now that I really put into finding my next one because I'm like, these this stuff is important, but I did not know this when I was looking for my first right. place. I mean, it is a learning experience, and it's also a place you'll be living for at least a year, um, so you want to be picky about it. You know, I'm super picky about my place, and I knew exactly what I wanted, and I wasn't gonna settle for less and I think that's why I got this place and it's perfect it has literally everything I wanted and in my budget as well which is huge and not that common to be honest but be picky it's somewhere you're gonna live I take that very seriously because you don't want to hate the place you live especially if you know yeah you're gonna leave in a year but you could resign if you love it so my advice would be be picky and be honest if you're working with a realtor or whatnot. And, you know, if you tour a place, you don't have to say yes to the first place you tour just because it's there and easy. Um, it definitely is a process. I mean, I, at least for me, I start looking at least two months out between my, or like before my move in date. And I think that's helpful. I'm moving in August 1st and I still haven't found a place yet and I'm like nervous mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> it'll it'll come it also will come 
there are always so many places open and it's a fun process though i actually enjoy it i love looking at places and comparing and contrasting and seeing the different characteristics each place has and you know looking at brownstones versus apartment complexes like high-rises and the character so have fun with it if you can it's a daunting task though it's it's not a fun i don't i don't really think it's fun Honestly, I know, I know you, you like it more, but I don't, it's not like I don't I really like, like it that much. I, It's a chore for me. Yeah. You've been lucky, though, because your roommates kind of take the lead. I'm that roommate that takes the lead and will find the place. Like, I know I'll find it, if that makes sense. Like, I want it to be how I want it to be. I get it. Yeah. I'm like a control freak in that way. I want my place to be sense. meet all my criteria. Yeah, yeah no, 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 for sure. And I yeah I have been lucky not having to completely take the reins and having to tour everything. And I could see how that process can be super annoying. Yeah. But on that end, I did want to call out a certain issue that I that I kind of noticed when I was looking. I didn't do any touring for my apartment now or my apartment in the future. But actually, I did do one tour. And I think something I was looking for was, you know, when you, you get on these tours, there's usually a person who is taking you around the apartment that either leases the apartment or manages the property. And they show you around the apartment, tell you about all the, the good stuff that they have, mm-hmm. tell you about the, the way that they just remodeled this place like a year ago or something like, you know, give you, give you all the glamorous stuff. And if you don't ask certain things, they're not gonna just offer these up. They're not gonna offer you up like, oh yeah, oh, about this, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, so say like, oh, there's a, uh, like, we don't have air conditioning here. Like, if you didn't ask, I'm sure they probably wouldn't. They tell wouldn't you. tell you. So, because they're, at the end of the day, these people are trying to make money, right? And they are selling you something. Mm-hmm. So it may sound like, all right, this person's really cool. Like, and they may be really cool and really nice and really open about things. But they are trying to make money, and they're trying to make money off of you because they're trying to sell you something. So if they don't offer, like, tell you some of the things that – some of the nuances that come with coming, getting in the apartment and you don't ask, you may not find out until you move in there and exactly. you're completely signed into a lease. So one example I'll give is I signed my place <laughs> – this year and what happened was you know something I would never think about but we have a balcony but it kind of looks into more of an alleyway and not like directly out into the sunlight or whatever first of all we don't get very much sun that's not something I really thought about but we don't our, my apartment doesn't get very no, much sun it's literally dark yeah it's pretty much dark all the time and obviously that is something that kind of like sucks if you're spending a good amount of time in the apartment but the leasing person had told us that they collect trash one day a week in the alleyway mm-hmm. so the trash a trash compactor a trash truck comes over grabs these bins out of the trash in the alleyway and then leaves what he didn't decline to tell us is that the other buildings also put their trash there, and they come by one a week, and they come different days of the week. No, they come every single day. No, I know. That's what I'm saying is 
each apartment building comes into that alley one day a week. Oh. But that apartment building that I live in only comes in on Wednesdays. The one next to us comes in on Tuesdays. The one after that, the one across the street comes in on Thursdays. So now I have every morning at 7 a.m., five days a week, trash trucks with the loud beep, 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 and then boom, boom. And it happens for like an hour. An hour at least. It's not like, oh, it's a 10-minute thing and they're done. It's an hour long. Every day at 7 a.m. Yeah. I don't even have to set my alarm clock. It's pretty bad. Because I'm up at 7 a.m. every day. You can't sleep through it. And that is not something that I would have ever thought to ask. Right. And it's something that you need to think about. Ask, when does a trash guy come? I don't know. like what. And the, the person's going to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I uh, didn't think about that. Yeah, they come here. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, such a, it's something that like you never would have think about, but it now affects my daily life. Yeah. So, but it's based on the experience. You know, other units in your apartment don't experience they don't. that. It's yeah. just your unit does, yeah. or at least that side of the building. So that is really good advice. Cause even you know, one of our friends lives on the first floor in her um, her pool court, and it's like she never can open her blinds because there's always people right there. In mm-hmm. that's not something I would think about either. You know, having a pool view, I'd be like, oh, fun, but then. I guess it's, I guess, floor view or first. Your ground floor. Yeah, maybe. like you always are going to have people kind of yeah. looking through or on the sidewalk, whatever it may be. So that's something else to think about. Going off your story, I also didn't think about, I mean, okay, we live in a city too, so no matter what, it's going to be noisy. I didn't expect it to be quiet, but across my street is a new building being built <laughs> It's been being built since I moved in, and it probably will continue until I move out. So, again, going off your noise complaint, I deal with, you know, the construction happening five times a week, and so loud, too. Yeah, and just I, take a quick scan of where you're going to live. Yeah, because... I work at home, too, so, you know, I'll be in a meeting, and, like, the door open for fresh air, and it's just, like, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Construction noises. Like people yelling screaming mm. whistles blowing um and they're all really nice construction people but again it's not something i thought about and didn't consider to be a huge issue but that is something i will look into in my next apartment is to make sure that area around me isn't going to be overloaded with construction also like sometimes they completely cross off our our um streets too because of the construction like yeah, you can't even you get down the them. streets yeah it's so annoying. it's like little things that end up being big things when you live in that area um and obviously you can't ask everything right you can't remember everything right and there are certain things that they were probably not going to tell you but just to have a few things in the back of your mind to ask about and they might be stupid questions the guy might be like or like the person might look at you and be like why would you ask that that's so mm-hmm. obvious does this place have air conditioning? Yeah, of course it does. But at least you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I'd you know. rather sound dumb in that second than live a whole year without AC or without construction or whatever it may be. Another story is, okay, I like love being outside and I, Denver usually has like great weather. Right now it's not so hot, but I really was so excited about having a pool. And when I toured, the pool at my apartment was... Um, under construction so I asked 
how long will this be under construction? I moved in the summer, so I really wanted to use it. And the guy touring me said, two weeks. Yeah, so I was like, I okay, I I'll that. put up with that. That's so easy. Two weeks, and then I could have it the rest of the summer, and then all of next summer. It didn't get finished until May. It's probably like this, 10 months. Yeah. It was not that I was going to use it in this uh, winter. winter, but we do have a hot tub. Like, we could have used that after skiing and stuff. Yeah, but it was also... It was also like the courtyard was closed. Yeah. We had at least another month of hot weather it when we were so here. Annoying. And then a few months in the beginning of the summer. Yeah. It was in the pretty spring. it was pretty bad it was a pretty bad lie on his part. Well that's the thing is like they will fib to you a little bit oh, yeah. and maybe lie to you just so they get you to sign the place. Because right. once you're in the agreement You can't get out. You can't get out unless yeah. you pay an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. So they're looking to get you in and they may be the nicest person in the world, but you have to make sure that you know exactly what you're getting into and you're okay with, like, someone says, yeah, we don't have a pool for a couple of weeks. Are you okay with having a pool for the, the whole year? Because that could be what happens. Yeah, and I know it's a little thing. We're just sharing just to make you aware of our situations and things that we've experienced that, you know, we would want to prevent for others. So that's why I wanted to share these, not to scare anyone or anything otherwise like I've had a great experience and I am still looking at like other apartment complexes that I love apartment complexes like that's my that's my shit that's my jam mm-hmm. but um I don't know things to think about when looking I wish like someone would tell me these things you know when I yeah. was looking no, I think it's a good I think it's a good way to this is like this is I think is a really informative episode just because yeah like when you're straight out of a place and you've never you're straight out of school I don't know and you're looking for a place you don't know any of this and maybe you're like super busy or like you're just trying to find a place and move and like you there's a bunch of like stressors that are going on yeah and you're just like alright I need a place I need somewhere to live I don't care about any of this and you get there and you're like wow I actually do care about a lot of this right um, and so I it's something I've been able to adjust over this year when finding a new place but it's something I had to deal with and figure out for myself. Yeah. So maybe this video will help you a little bit, save you some time, maybe a year. (laughs) But remember, it is a learning experience. You know, not every place is going to be completely perfect in the way you want. I hope it is. I really do. But, you know, learn from it. If you're going to leave with anything, ask as many questions as you can. Yeah. Get all the information down and then make your decision. Yeah, write out your priorities. That's literally what I did. Don't assume anything. Yeah, prioritize what you really want and then maybe ask all those questions based on your priorities and go from there. Yeah, that's that's great. Think outside the box. Nothing is obvious. (laughs) Even if you think it is. Go into this be thinking that you are an investigator into a crime or something because you need all the information. You need everything you can think about. (laughs) And then you'll be set up and I think you'll have a good experience. But yeah, thanks for sharing your your advice and your insight on looking for apartments. Yeah, no, this is, I think this will be a helpful episode, so appreciate you guys listening, too. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Yep, happy Tuesday. See Bye. you.